Welcome to Eden Speaks. Our prayer for this podcast is that this can be a place of openness, grace, honesty, and connection with our sisters in Christ and any brothers out there who are tuning in. While this podcast is in connection to our women's ministry at Living Word in Oak Harbor, Washington, we welcome everyone that is looking for real Christ-centered conversations. Some of these conversations may be hard and emotional, stirring up parts of us that we would prefer to keep hidden and protected. Ephesians 5.13 says, But everything exposed by the light becomes visible, and everything that is illuminated becomes a light. Let us be that light to one another. Let's take a step outside of our comfort zone. Let's trust Jesus to show us how to give grace and hope to others, and also put us in a posture to receive it as we engage in a journey of growth. Let's speak the truth of God's word. Let's always speak love. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Eden Speaks, a place of hope, encouragement, and grace. I'm Amy. And I'm Shannon. Hey, you guys, we're so glad to get to be back here with you after our sex talks. That was fun, but we're moving on to a new topic today, and we're actually kind of debriefing after our Eden gathering that we Mm -hmm. just had last Friday, which was what, the 19th? 19th, yeah. My gosh, it's February. No, I mean March. It's not February. It's March. (laughs) Wow. Whoa. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. So March 19th. March. Is when we had our last gathering. I know. That crazy. was a good, good move on my yeah, part. Good move. <laughs> um, we had Pastor Janelle Martin come and she spoke to us about living empowered in the fullness of the Holy Spirit. It was such mm. an awesome message. So good. You guys can go back and watch that um, on YouTube. You can find it, I think, on Facebook, Facebook or yeah. you can just go to our regular website and you can go under Eden. Um, which is under ministries and old messages or previous messages or something like that. And you can find her there. I we suggest that you do that, huh? Yeah. Good. It was really good. Really good. And she was entertaining also. She was entertaining. She's such a great, um, really engaging speaker, funny, really fun. You kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat. Mm -hmm. Makes you really. She's been saying to us a little. Tip forward. (laughs) Yeah. I actually don't remember that part. The the let it go part. The frozen part. Totally. She did. Yeah. So go listen to that because it was, it was really good. Mm -hmm. And, um, really great visuals just mm-hmm. you know like meat to hold on to mm-hmm. yeah i really appreciated yeah. that which is helpful with a topic like the holy, holy spirit, spirit because yeah. i think this is something that is a little bit on the intangible mm-hmm. side of the street and yep. is intended to be a little on the, you know mm-hmm. it will be, be a little intangible in fact we were talking amy when we were getting ready to you know what are we going to say to our audience today mm-hmm. we were talking about um, the Trinity, and um, we do kind of feel like we were talking about how it's sort of the one piece of the Trinity that sometimes gets left out, right? Mm-hmm. The one person of the Trinity. Um, a lot of churches don't even talk about him. Yeah. Um, don't even mention him or Blows like, my I, mind. I don't know if it's just because it's just so mysterious and it's hard to understand, mm-hmm. which is true. Absolutely. He is. He's powerful and mysterious and hard to understand, but um, so worth getting to know and understanding, right? Yeah. 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 I can't even imagine functioning without him. Oh my gosh. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah, totally. Like that just, that just feels completely overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. But if that's you out there and the Holy Spirit has been just a total mystery to you Mm -hmm. and something that you were like, I don't know anything about it. It kind of Mm -hmm. freaks me out. I don't even want to know. Like, um, that's, that's normal. (laughs) That's really, really. Oh, I've been there. Yeah. You know, like just not really being able to understand. Like I knew the concept. Mm -hmm. I I understood that there Mm -hmm. was a Trinity Mm -hmm. and, but it's like, but what this Holy Spirit thing is like, I get God, I get Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, how does this Holy Spirit part mm-hmm. 
what does that mean for me? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what does that, yeah. what does that mean? And that, I think it's a process. Mm-hmm. I think it's a, a learning process, Agreed. just understanding yeah. um, all of it and, and opening yourself up to experiencing it. Yeah. Yes. And it, it really is hard to wrap your brain around until you've had some sort of interaction, some sort of moment mm-hmm. where it was made very clear that that was the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, whoa. Yeah. And That's once cool. you do, once you recognize, you start detecting what, like, oh, yeah. I think that was him. That was, yeah. I, I heard him. I felt him move inside of me. Yeah. And um, you then are better to, as he continues yeah. to do that, as our spirits kind of commingle with his, yeah. his presence inside of us, you are, we're better at detecting. Like, yeah. That was him. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's right? so funny. Like the, yeah. the visual, like or the thing that just came to my mind, mm-hmm. like just right mm-hmm. now is like thinking of being a new mother mm-hmm. and like you hear a baby cry mm-hmm. and you know, like you get to the point where you could be in a room full of babies and you hear a baby cry and you know, whether it's yours or not, mm-hmm. that's crying. Yeah. But yeah, that's you, good. it's like, you don't know that right away. Mm-hmm. Like you have to learn your baby's sounds yeah and yeah. they're you know how they do things mm-hmm. and i think once you do like you were able to just hone in on it mm-hmm. so quickly and be like oh somebody's baby's crying i know it's not mine mm-hmm. but somebody's yeah. baby is crying you know but then when it's yours you're like i hear it i i that that's familiar to me right mm-hmm. i know what to do i know who that is mm-hmm. it's like i don't know why that came to my mind but like i feel like that can be similar to the holy spirit like once we have had exposure to feeling him and knowing what his, what it sounds like or what it feels like within us mm-hmm. when he's present, it's like, Oh, this is familiar. Mm-hmm. I know what this yeah, is. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I felt other things and I knew, no, that wasn't him. Mm-hmm. Like that, that was something else, whether that was the enemy or that was my own um, insecurities or whatever it might've been. Mm-hmm. Like I hear it. I know it's there, but I also know it's not the Holy spirit. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. That's just kind of, yeah, it's really good. Came to me. Yeah. Yeah. That is really good. Um, I feel like that makes me kind of think like, um, you know, to kind of paint a little bit of a picture and Janelle actually mentioned some of this, um, in her message, but you know, how does this work? Right. Like, um, and it, I'm I'm thinking, so the Holy spirit is something that dwells inside Mm -hmm. of us. Um, when Jesus died, Mm -hmm. um, first of all, it was prophesied from, you know, from old Testament time that this was going to happen, that when Jesus would die, we would get this Mm -hmm. spirit of truth. Mm -hmm. Um, and so when you receive Jesus as your, um, Lord and savior, um, it's believed that at that time that you are actually, it's kind of confusing because some, some people believe that it's at that time that you are, that the Holy spirit dwells within you right then. Mm -hmm. Some don't believe until it's after the, after baptism. And that's because there are scriptural references to both. So that Mm -hmm. can be a little bit confusing, but let's say for the sake of argument that um, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and savior and you say, wow, I believe, and I am a sinner and I need you. And I know you died for me. um, That at that time, the Holy spirit comes and dwells within you. Well, back in the old Testament, um, the Holy spirit was present. I mean, in fact, he was, you know, he was present in the very, very beginning. And there were different times throughout when he, when his, his indwelling came, like I think about right now, we're reading through the book of first Samuel and the Holy spirit was in Saul um, King Saul, and he empowered him to be king. And then when Saul was, you know, just a total dork, the Holy Spirit left him, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Left him. So the Holy Spirit in Old Testament times would come and go and come and go. And the only other way for like regular people like you and I to be around the Holy Spirit would 
be to um, be at the at the, the tabernacle. tabernacle. Like yeah. he re, his his presence. That's what, you know they call it the holy presence was in the tabernacle. Mm-hmm. Um, and now you know after you know so fast forward you know hundreds of years or thousands of years I guess <laughs> two thousand years um, when Jesus was on earth and he did his ministry and then he. Um, was crucified, died, rose, and then he he promised he would be sending his Holy Spirit. So that's Pentecost, mm-hmm. which was 50 days after he um, ascended into heaven. Um, the Holy Spirit came down. And when that Holy Spirit comes down, now we are the tabernacle, right? He tabernacles inside of us. So mm-hmm. that is his presence lives and resides inside of us, mm-hmm. um, which is to- a total mystery. I mean, yeah. it's a total mystery. How does that work? How, I mean, but ultimately he's with us all the time. So, so when you talk about the baby thing, I almost think of it too. Like when you feel the Holy Spirit moving, you kind of, you're talking about baby. So I'm thinking, okay, so let's, when you're pregnant, you feel the baby move inside of you. Yeah. It's kind of the same kind of idea. Yeah. You feel this resonating. Like, you know, that that is him. And by the way, once he's in you and you're maybe you ask these questions, like, I don't know, was that me or was that him? Or was that just the spicy chicken? I, you know, <laughs> I hit last night. Um, don't be afraid of that because he'll tell you again. He'll yes. move again. Yes. And he will, because he he gets it. He knows that we are a little slow on the uptake, that it is mysterious. He understands his power and he understands how mysterious he can be yes. and is. Yes. And that he isn't, I mean, we want to use the human word confusing, but he isn't confusing because God's mm-hmm. never, ever yeah. confusing. But it is confusing to us because we really have a hard time grasping yeah. it. But you can just hang in there because yeah. you will, he will help you know, he will help mm-hmm. you discern that that is him. And there's a resonating um, and you, and you will begin to like totally recognize it. You recognize that baby's voice. Like we said, that yeah. baby crying, that's your baby. You will recognize like, Oh, I feel him moving inside yep. of me and prompting me to, to move. He's, he's an empowerer. He does, he does so much. So yeah. anyway, that's just a tiny little synopsis of what it's like yeah. to have him, you know, on the inside of us and how that works and how, mm-hmm. how we came to be that indwelling place. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so awesome because Jesus was one man. He couldn't be with all of us all the time. No. When he died and rose to be seated at the right hand of the Father, he sent a portion of himself. God sent a portion of himself to be with us, to be with all of us all the time. I mean, what What? a loving, caring, awesome thing to do. Yeah. Just, yeah, I really loved just the way that she tied that all together because obviously I know all of this, right? Like just through the studying of scripture and Mm -hmm. and all this, but like Mm -hmm. just hearing it laid out the way that Mm -hmm. she did in like how the Holy Spirit was there, like in Genesis chapter one, I think it was like right at the beginning of Genesis. Mm -hmm. It talks about the whole, yeah, yeah. yeah, The Holy Spirit hovering over the water. The Holy Spirit was there, but then just like almost seeing it, the way that it went from just that to Jesus and then to us, like just seeing it all just kind of streamlined out like that, like just in, I don't know. I just really appreciated that because it was like, it just hit me differently. The, the gravity and the importance and the miraculousness, which are all things that I've already felt about this, Mm -hmm. but it was just a little different in what Jesus did. Yeah. And the, um, just how all encompassing that, action was mm-hmm. and his his willingness to do that for mm-hmm. us like what all that meant mm-hmm. right like we know but i think that it's so hard to wrap our mind around yeah. just how unbelievably amazing 
and sacrificial mm-hmm. he was in that. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know. It was just like, wow. Like he didn't, he, he didn't just die on the cross for us. Mm-hmm. There's so much more mm-hmm. than that, mm-hmm. which, like I said, we know that, mm-hmm. but I think just hearing it in different ways and put in different, just laid out differently sometimes can just be like, gosh, I never experienced it hearing it that way before. Mm-hmm. And so I just really appreciated mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And it just, it really did stick with me. Like, wow. Yeah. That's just so. Like awesome doesn't even feel like a, a big enough word mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. So. Yeah, you're right. I don't think there is a big enough word yeah. for it, which anyway, that just made me, I mean, we're segueing way forward, but in a way there isn't a big enough word for it. There isn't a big enough expression for it. And it kind of makes me think of like, you know, Janelle actually addresses and um, we don't talk about this a lot, like in church here at Living Word, but we're a four square church, which means we're Pentecostal. Um, which means we operate under this guise of like, it is all about the Holy Spirit, his movement, his power. Um, and I feel like it, that that whole idea of like, I don't really have a word for an, an expression or a word or a way to kind of say, this is what this means to me. This is this awesomeness of it, which makes me think of the idea of tongues. I mean, mm-hmm. or speaking in a prayer language, yeah. which I feel like I'll, that's what it's for. I mean, we are given a gift to be able to do that, to express ourselves in a way that we really don't have the physical words for. I mean, we've all been in a place where we're so desperate with mm-hmm. uh, at the foot of the cross in prayer, right? Mm-hmm. And like, I don't even know what to pray. That is the time and place. And that is what um, a prayer language or the speaking in tongues is all about. Mm-hmm. It's for about a place of like, I don't, I can't express this in any other way. And I know for a fact that my like pea brain <laughs> cannot formulate the right word right. or even like put the oomph behind it um, of how I'm really feeling, whether mm-hmm. it be pouring out in prayer or expressing my gratitude for, for this gift that he, mm-hmm. he's given us or whatever. And like I said, I'm totally jumping ahead in our conversation here, but it made me think of that. Absolutely. Um, and that's ultimately what, what it is, what that is all about, that yeah. idea, that concept. We can come back to that, but yeah. um, I just was like, wow, that is that's no, exactly that- why we have it. No, I think this is a perfect opportunity to have that yeah. that conversation yeah. um, because I know from for myself, um, like it's I fall into that category of like I have no idea what that would even sound like, but this is super intriguing and sure. I want to know more yeah. because I've never experienced it myself. I've never experienced somebody else speaking in their prayer language or speaking in tongues, which I didn't even realize that they were the same thing until recently, mm-hmm. like. I just thought that everybody kind of had their way that they did their prayers and that was their prayer language, quote unquote. But now I'm like, oh, uh, okay. Yeah. Like I'm learning things here, mm-hmm. but I have zero concept of what that would even sure. look like. But I can definitely understand being in that place of being like, I, I don't know. Like I, there's so many things that I want to come out of my mouth right now that I don't even know like how to articulate it. Like I can totally relate to being in that space mm-hmm. because I've been there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't start speaking in tongues at that point or in a, in a prayer language. I didn't, you know, like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is that a, is that a gift that everybody has? Or is it like a spiritual gift that not everybody has? Mm -hmm. Cause not everybody has every spiritual gift. Mm -hmm. And maybe for me, that's not a gift that I have. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a really, really good question. I would say that the answer is it depends on what camp you rest in. 
Um, that's the one thing that can be confusing about this, but it, it shouldn't surprise us that it's confusing. Um, it's a supernatural thing. Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit is supernatural. Mm-hmm. So as, you know, woman, <laughs> as woman, mm-hmm. woman, <laughs> both woman and both women and men, we are not going to understand this. So um, I do think that there are different camps. Now, I, I will say that I do believe that. So if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, that speaking in tongues is a manifestation of being baptized in the Holy Spirit. I do believe that pretty firmly. Um, and I believe that scripture points to that as well, um, can back us up in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, like you said, there are many spiritual gifts mm-hmm. and speaking in tongues is one of them. Mm-hmm. There are some camps that believe that um, that speaking in tongues is the manifestation of the Holy Spirit. So basically, if you don't speak in tongues, you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit. I do not believe that that is true. But to answer your question, just me as who I am and what I know about the scriptures and what I know about my experience with the Lord is this. I do believe that every single person has access to this gift. I also believe that we are freaked out by it and <laughs> yeah. our brains often get in the way. Yeah. Um, and that I, cause I'm sure like, it's just weird to be sitting there and to be in a place of like, I, there are so many things and my thoughts are coming so fast and blah, blah, blah. And if you just start like putting, I don't even know, like sound to what would come out of you, if you could put all that together, ultimately, I believe that that is your prayer language. Um, I also think that we get on our way from it because it, it sounds crazy crazy. It can sound crazy and weird and Mm -hmm. be really uncomfortable. And what does that mean? And oh my gosh, what just came out of me? Is this a, is this evil? Is this, you know, like there's a lot of questions and a lot of um, kind of freakish things, but that that come to our minds like, oh, this is a bad thing because it's just not something that we're used to. Mm -hmm. But anything that we're not used to, we're a little bit afraid of. Um, But I do believe we all have access to it. I I think that it is something that um, it's a, it's an intimate thing that we have um, with him that he, he absolutely wants to give as a gift. Mm-hmm. Um, and I believe that, um, you know, kind of Janelle even pointed to this too. Like if, if you're, if you're not sure, you think that you want it and you don't have, just ask him for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and like always, he's so amazing. And how Janelle even pointed out, he's such an awesome gentleman. Um, he'll provide opportunity to practice it. Mm-hmm. Just like when we ask for, I need patience. What does he do? He's like, okay, together, let's go. Here's an, here's a situation where we can walk through and practice patience together. Mm-hmm. That's how he works mm-hmm. because he is a gentleman. He's not going to be like, he's not going to bonk you over the head, even with good stuff. Like yeah. it's going to be a process and it's going to yeah. be a learning experience. And he wants to do it with us. He wants to, you know, partner because he wants to, he wants to be the empowerer of it. Mm-hmm. So um, I would say that, you know, Yes, I believe that we're all gifted with it. I believe we have all have access to it. Um, all we have to do is ask for it and then be open and willing yeah. for it to begin to pour out of us. Yeah. Um, even though it's a very freakish thing. Yeah. <laughs> it can feel and, very freakish. And, and I scary. think that there is almost a stigma that comes along with sure. it. Um, because, you know, it's like people start talking about, oh, yeah, you know, like they're exercising demons down there. People are talking in tongues. And, you know, it's like it gets this idea of like, Okay, the, the weird churches do that. Like people talk in tongues at the right. weird churches, yeah. right? And it's yeah. like, and so I think that there for a lot of people could be that idea of like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Like this is something that like people do, like doesn't mean that they're yelling and screaming. Like it could be something that is happening like mm-hmm. quietly within themselves. Yeah. Um, which I think also is kind of like, oh, really? Because mm-hmm. when I think of tongues, like I think of people like mm-hmm. wailing. Yeah. Right. So it's like, just, I think just educating. Yeah. Like this has been very educational for me and just recognizing that what I've 
been shown about people that are like the, the idea around it is very different than what the reality of it could be. Yeah. Which is really eye opening to me. And I think that's why we have to continue like having conversations and learning and exploring and maybe challenging certain stereotypes that we have held on to around certain things. Yeah. So, yeah. And I actually think like, um, okay, so I totally know what you're saying. And there are people who out there who it's wild and crazy. Yeah. And it's even borderline off putting. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say that as a denomination, as a movement, um, as a Pentecostal movement, Foursquare, we really strive to be pretty on the moderate side of the mm-hmm. street. Um, we like to always say like, we are Pentecostal, but with seatbelts on. And I think (laughs) that the point to that is, is we, we want to walk in the power of the spirit and we Mm -hmm. want to, um, exercise the Pentecostal, the components of the Pentecostal gifts essentially Mm and that that power, but we also don't want to be off-putting. We don't want to be, you know, kind of in your face and Mm -hmm. this whole, you know, turn you off kind of thing. Yeah. But I do also think it doesn't, it shouldn't surprise us when there are questions posed, like, what is that all about? That church over there, they're doing crazy things. I mean, it actually even happens in the very beginning when, you know, Peter, he's addressing the crowd in Acts 2 when the, when the Holy Spirit um, reigns on, you know, at Pentecost on, on, on the believers that they say, what is going on? They're, they're drunk. It's, you know, they're drunk. Look at yep. them. They're oh yeah. They're drunk. Yep. And so really it's the same kind of concept mm-hmm. where, if it's, if it's uncomfortable and it's just out of the norm and it's not something that we're used to seeing, we're going to tag something to it that, that normalizes. Yeah, that makes sense. So for these people in that situation, it was drunk. Obviously most people are not hanging out in a um, sanctuary drunk. So, so what are we going to say? They're crazy or they're this or they're that. And, And I do think that people do sort of abuse, um, a Pentecostal gifts. I do believe that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people also can use them as a weapon, like mm-hmm. bang people over the head with them. Kind of mm-hmm. like we said, the Holy Spirit is not like that. No. And just be like, bang, this is what you look at me kind of, kind of thing, right. which then now you're going pharisaical, right? Like the Pharisees were like that. They were out there on the street corners and they were all like, yep. man, look at me. I've been fasting for, you know, you know, they were like showing off. And ultimately if that was their reward, if that's the reward they're looking for was for man to see them doing that. Then the Lord actually says in those times, like, okay, then that's your reward. Mm-hmm. And I think the same goes for exercising Pentecostal gifts, but I, I do believe too, like we just don't want to deny or not be open to and willing to be co-laborers with the power that the Holy Spirit carries yeah. and what he wants to do in our lives today. Mm-hmm. He wants to be alive and well and active in our lives and Absolutely. he wants to move. And we are the way he does that because mm-hmm. he lives inside of us. But mm-hmm. I totally get it. You're right. It is. I mean, I have not been forced my whole life mm-hmm. and I can tell you that I definitely thought Foursquare was a little, and this isn't the first four course church I've ever been to too. I've been, had been to one, another one that was way more charismatic, way more, just a little, little wilder, I guess. And I was like, that was weird. I never want to go back. When we came here, we didn't realize this was a four square church and this has been our home for years and years and years. And yeah. just over time was able to learn more about it. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, it became the norm. It becomes yeah. the norm. Yeah. And to answer your question, like you never hear anybody do it. You should sit, sit right behind you on a Sunday morning. Because when he's worshiping, he is praying in the spirit oh. um, just over the morning and over the congregation and just, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, do it. Good for him. <laughs> yeah. Love it. Yeah. That's so cool. cool. Hmm. I guess maybe she need to pay more attention. Well, I mean, did you even, that's the thing. Like one of these questions that she asked in the very beginning, what are you full of? I mean, do we even know 
to not be to be to make space for this right like do you even know that's what a, to be that's paying a, attention yeah, to or not paying attention no, to? no that's yeah. that's the thing and i think that that's um a really excellent point of what what's taking up space in me and what what does the lord want me to be making more room for like i might i don't have those answers yeah but even putting myself and putting myself in the heart posture mm-hmm. of being open mm-hmm. to allowing him the space to like maybe push out things that I have been filling myself up with Mm -hmm. that he doesn't want me filling myself Mm -hmm. up with so that there can be more room Mm -hmm. for the things that he does want me Mm -hmm. to be having. I totally agree. But I also think step one is realizing that there is something to be making room for. Like I just think that this whole concept that we don't talk about the Holy spirit that much, especially in this context. Mm -hmm. And so we don't even know to be making room for him in this way. Mm -hmm. Now we also know the practical side of it. We shouldn't be being so completely distracted and numbed out by all these things, like whether it be, you know, social media or television or books we shouldn't be reading or who knows what we spend our dumb time on. We spend a lot of time on stuff that is not, you know, great. Well, we numb completely out too. We don't, we're not, we are talking about that too. That's more of a practical component. Mm -hmm. But then also we're saying like, Hey, let's all learn the fact that there is something to be made space room and room for and that or space room for and room for it's the same thing, but <laughs> making room for the Holy Spirit to move and breathe and do some more work inside of us. But if we didn't even know to be making room for that, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I didn't even know that there was more, that there's so much mm-hmm. more, there's so much something deeper, way more intimate mm-hmm. um, that we have access to right at our fingertips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we wouldn't even know to be making space for it too. Yeah. So I think there's a practicality there too. Like, oh, well, now that I know, I can get rid of some of the, you know, sure. <laughs> get rid of some of this other sure. stuff. And I think for me, like, I I know that I need to be making more room for him. So like this whole conversation, like all of Janelle's mm-hmm. message, it was like really convicting. Sure. You okay. know, like yeah. you, I've been like urging you in this. I've been like Whoa. really like telling you, you know, and I've been like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and I just haven't, like, it's here, but and I in your head. Yeah, it's you in my it. head. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yes, video. we're not not on video. Here we had it right here in my head. Um, and I know that I want to be making more room. Yeah. In that way, but I haven't I haven't done it yet. Sure. Right. So it's like this was really, really convicting. And like, what I need to just I think sit in some prayer and just in some reflection of what are those things that I am using to distract myself, to occupy my time, to, cause I, for those that did emotionally healthy spirituality, like I really want to implement the daily office. Like I want to make sure that like, I have like three times throughout the day where I really just take a step back from whatever I'm doing. I mean, obviously if I'm in the middle of a session, I can't do that, but so it needs to be strategic times when I know that I am able to, but like really like if I'm, washing dishes, if I am reading a book, if I am having a conversation, like I need to put that on pause mm-hmm. and be like, Hey, I'll be back in a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. I it's, it's my time to go like have some quiet time with the Lord mm-hmm. and like do it. Yeah. Actually do it. It's mm-hmm. like, it's in my head. I know I want to do it. I know he's urging me to do it, but I haven't like done it. Mm-hmm. And it's, I, I'm irritating myself with mm-hmm. this. Like I'm annoyed with myself about this. Mm-hmm. And so it was like, okay. Now he's like giving me this information in a whole nother way mm-hmm. of coming at it from this direction of you need to make more space. Mm-hmm. You're filling up with things that you don't need to be filling up with. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's been like, um, yeah, like, whew. so powerful. Thanks God. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also think that, you know, you said kind of creating space. I also think that there's other things that take up a lot of space too, which would be like fear or doubt. One of the things Absolutely. I think of a lot about fear, so fear in general, like, oh, that seems really scary. But even I do think that there, I get a sense that people are even fearful of like being weird or being boring or, oh gosh, if I, if I give everything over to him. My life is going to be so boring. What about all this stuff that I really enjoy to do that like makes me a fun person? I mean, like even that, I think mm-hmm. there's some fear there yeah. and that and relenting. And I get that. Like that mm-hmm. is, that is hard, but that is part of our process. And yeah. if, you know, in some of those areas where the Lord is like, give me this, give me this, give me mm-hmm. this, like make space for me in, in some of these areas, I think yeah. my, my encouragement would be, would be, and I say it to myself too, like trust him with it, yeah. go ahead and give it over to him and just see, Yeah, just see. Yeah. I mean, I suppose you could take it back if you think, well, well I really am boring now, or I really am weird now, or whatever. Well, and the thought that comes to my mind is like, okay, like say we do give these things over to him. There's a really good chance that he could give it right back to us, but maybe our heart needs to have some work done on it of what's our motivation behind the things that we're doing. Yeah, are we really good. doing these things because we enjoy them? Or are we trying, like in this example, trying to be the fun person, quote unquote, mm-hmm. And that's our motivation. Like I'm doing these things because I want people to want to be around me. I want to be the fun person. Like is our motivation wrong? Yeah. And so he wants to take that from us, do some work in us, Mm -hmm. but then give it back to us and be like, I know you enjoy these things, but now let's be doing them for the right reason because it fills you up. It it brings you joy. You find real joy in this, right? So I think that there's there's always that possibility too. Like he is not going to ask us to give something up just because he's being mean. That's not his character. That's not what he does. There's real purpose Mm -hmm. behind whatever it is that he's calling us to do, whatever he's Mm -hmm. pulling us away from or asking us to set down. There's real, real purpose behind that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I think the doubt part can be whether you doubt him or you doubt that he can actually work in you that same way. That can be a real thing too. Doubt can be powerful. Mm and nasty but so, can take up a lot a lot of space yes for yeah sure. mm-hmm. you know i also think that um another word in there you know we said fear we said doubt another word that goes along in there is control mm-hmm. you know um yielding over to the holy spirit means giving control and control can take up a lot of space inside of our hearts and minds heck yes it yeah. can you're speaking to the choir Sure. I, I like think that's that common for a lot of us. I think, yeah. you know, I think especially women, and we have talked about this topic before, yes. <laughs> this whole idea of control. But, um, you know, I mean, giving, creating space, giving over some of that control. Like, even if, isn't that, even as I said, you know, like, hey, I believe actually that if you're baptized in the Holy Spirit, you have, you do have the ability to have a prayer language. He's, mm-hmm. He has given that to us, but we're so controlled. That sometimes we talk ourselves out of that. And I think that that alone just takes up so much space mm-hmm. inside of us. Yeah. It's just a reality. Yeah. And it, it makes me think of like that perfectionism type thing mm-hmm. when it comes to prayer. And, and I speak from experience of that's been a big journey for me and trying to like just let go of coming before the Lord in prayer and thinking that it has to be done a certain way mm-hmm. and letting yeah. go of that and just like letting myself just be raw, be whatever emotion it is and just allowing that to be present and know that, that he can handle all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I found that I do much better having 
prayer and conversation with the Lord all throughout the day, mm -hmm. just in small little things. Mm -hmm. I find that I still get really distracted when I'm trying to like sit down in prayer time. I'm working on it, but um, I found that I also need to be doing it throughout the day. Um, but like letting go of that control of what it's supposed to quote unquote look like yeah. was yeah. so hard for me because I want to do it right. And I mm -hmm. want to do it in exactly the right wording mm -hmm. and, and all of this. And so even just surrendering to that and being like, okay, like I don't need to control this part of it. And I think that that could be like part of the journey of being able to have that prayer language is letting go of some of that control and even what the prayer looks like can maybe help get me there. I yeah, don't know. Sure. But that's a sure. big piece control. And hmm. I, yeah, for sure. Um, I actually, it's funny because I think I, I'm just thinking as you're talking about that and I'm thinking about how these things like fear, doubt, control, um, just this uh, perfectionistic thing, they all become we get so hyper-focused on them. So they take up so much space inside of us. We get so hyper-focused on them that they become these huge distractions. And I mean, first of all, I don't know in that situation, is that is that us because the world, I mean, we live in a broken world, so we're impacted by this outside place that that forces us, forces us all the time. Like it's supposed to look like this. And mm -hmm. if it doesn't, you should be fearful of that and you should be this, da, da, da. Mm -hmm. all these different things. Or ashamed and that you're so, not doing it right. Right, yeah. <laughs> And we, or, so is it that, is it that the world tells us that and we just follow the world, mm -hmm. which because we're in it and that's right. really hard to not because it's all around us. Or is it the enemy like literally using this or does he even need to use it? Do we, we use it so well. He's like, right. they got it. Yeah. He doesn't the even problem, need to. <laughs> totally. The problem is, is that no matter what it is, I think the enemy celebrates that because of that level of distraction. We're so distracted by those things. We're so filled up with all of these things mm -hmm. that we don't have room for the power of the Holy Spirit. And guess why? Because he doesn't want us to be filled with the power of the Holy Spirit because the power of the Holy Spirit is very powerful. Like the enemy is terrified of, of this thing yep. and he doesn't want it inside of us. And even if it's in there a little bit, this little flame that's burning, he doesn't want that, that flame to grow mm -hmm. and to burn hotter and hotter and hotter because we will be on fire. <laughs> we will be on fire and that will totally burn him out. He can have no, no ground in our lives. And so I do think that ultimately we do some work for him there. Yeah. You know, we let these things distract us and keep us from walking in, walking in fully being fully empowered, mm -hmm. walking in full freedom, walking in, you know, that complete washing of this power that he gives us. He, he's our counselor. He's our protector. He's our, he's our um, provider. He does all that stuff inside of us. Mm -hmm. It's not all just that the Holy spirit is, there's lots of different components there, but, um, but we, he doesn't want us, you know, and the enemy doesn't want yeah. us walking in that. So we, he loves it and we yeah. do it because we're just, we think it's the thing to do because we live in the world and the world seems like that's the thing, but to get that out and to spend more time, like you said, spend more time with him and get quiet before him and be like, no, what do you want? Mm -hmm. And start blocking out the world and what, what it is telling us and that desire to have control and that surrendering all that. And, oh my gosh, it, it is a lot and it is a process, but it, it can be done. And he, he, he helps us navigate it. He invites us into it. He is with us in it. Um, it's such a beautiful process, but it is not easy. <laughs> it is not easy. No. No, but I think that the, um, you know, the, that initial first question that Janelle asked yeah. everybody in her message was that question of what are we full of? Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of people, we might not know the answer. Yeah. Like we could ask ourselves like, what am I full of right now? Mm -hmm. Oh, I can think of something, but you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah, what, what is that 
thing or those things that Mm -hmm. were really is really taking up space within us. And for some people, it might come to them immediately. They might know, like, Mm -hmm. I have been totally convicted in this area and this is what it is for me and I'm working on it. And for others, I'd be like, I have no idea. But that gives us that space, that opportunity to connect with the Lord in that and to ask him to help us identify that for him to show us these are the things these are the areas this is what i need you to set down Mm -hmm. and it's a process and there's exploration there and there's vulnerability that's there like it is hard Mm -hmm. but i think that it's super valuable to be able to understand like is it our own self-worth that we're putting in there is it the world is it the enemy what is it that's taking up that that space and maybe it is just going to need some prayer time and mm-hmm. some quiet time before the Lord to give him that opportunity to show us, to mm-hmm. tell us and see what he has to say. Yeah. We might not like the answer. No. It might be something that we do not want to put down, mm-hmm. that we want to hold on to, that we think makes us happy. Mm-hmm. It might not bring us joy in the way that it should, but it might make us happy temporarily and we don't want to put that stuff down. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like, I know I've been on my phone way too much, mm-hmm. way too much. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like he convicts me every darn night about it. And I haven't let it go yet mm-hmm. because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like playing my Rummy Cube game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. That's honest. I like playing yeah. words with friends. Yeah. Right. But what could I be doing instead? Mm-hmm. Like what else could he have for me if I was not going to that place? Mm-hmm. Totally. I totally hear that. Yeah. And I love, I totally hear the whole, I don't want to, <laughs> yeah. like, I hear you, but I don't want to, I don't want to, and sometimes we're not, sometimes we're just not ready. Yeah. And again, he's a gentleman. He's Absolutely. patient. Mm-hmm. He already knows we're not ready. He already knows we're not going to yield to it. He's, he's right there. He's present in it. Mm-hmm. He's waiting for when we are. Yeah. Um, and he's going to keep, like, keep calling us to it. Yeah. And that's when you know for sure it's him. Yeah, like sometimes absolutely. it's like, is this just me? Do I just think this bad is bad because blah, blah, blah. But when it keeps coming up and keeps coming up and keeps coming up, and keeps coming up it, it, it is him. I mean, he's not going to, he's not going to not, not let it, not, not let us get away with it, mm-hmm. but in a way kind of not let us get away yeah. with it. Or he's not going to let us stay um, bound by it mm-hmm. or um, chained to it. Mm-hmm. Or what have you. I mean, you know, he's just not going to let, let that be a thing because yeah. he wants that freedom. He wants us. more for us. He absolutely does. Yeah. Yeah. So that is a really good question to ask. What are you full of? There's a couple other questions that she asked also. She said, you know, whose table are you sitting at and what food, quote unquote, food are you eating? Are you eating spiritually fresh food or worldly junk food? Um, Which is what we're talking about. Kind of same goes along the same lines of what are you full of? Like, are you just, what's the intake? Like, are you, you know, what is it? Input in, input out, whatever's coming in, it's going out of you the same thing. If it's junk in, it's junk out. Kind yeah. of thing. Um, she asked, she asked us to kind of ask ourselves those questions. So, I mean, I think that's great for our listeners to be asking yeah. yourselves as well. Um, the other question is, are you hungry? You know, are you hungry for the things of God? Um, and if you're not, why aren't you, what are you filling up on besides the Lord? Cause that's a good question. I think that if you're not hungry for him, if you're not hungry for more of him, it might be because you just are too full and you yeah. need to make space in your belly <laughs> yeah. on the innards of you for him more yeah. space for him yeah. eliminating things yeah. um, what, what do you think you would say to people that maybe answer yes i am hungry i'm hungry for him but they're still making bad food choices mm-hmm. instead you know like mm-hmm. yes i know that i want more of the lord i know that i need to spend more time with him 
but it's just so much easier to fill myself with social media or to fill myself with, um, you know, racy novels or, you know, whatever it might be that, that fills that space instead. Like what, as a pastor, like what direction do you feel like you would, or what advice or piece of wisdom or whatever would you give somebody? Cause I think a lot of people could probably find themselves there, like recognizing that, yes, I am hungry for that, but I also am not quite sure how to break out of the habits and stuff that I'm in right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I think, well, for one thing I would, I would automatically say, you know, ask him, ask him for that, ask him for help direction. I mean, I think of, you know, I think of the man who was beaten on his neighbor's door and like, let me in, let me in. I need some bread. My, you know, my, I have company coming and, and, you know, the guy lets him in, not because he wants to give him the bread, but because he's just the audacity of this guy to be knocking on the door. And then you know, this, this, this persistence, this like, show me, help me, let me, you know, let me in, give me what I need. Mm -hmm. The Lord calls us to ask him for things boldly in a bold manner. Also Mm -hmm. keep knocking and knocking and knocking and asking. And I know that I, I feel like what, what happens is, is we, we don't realize, first of all, we don't even know to ask. And then we don't realize that it's okay to ask and ask and ask and ask and ask, but actually he, he does invite us to do that. Mm. Um, and so I would say, I would say that start with, start with one little utterance, like, Lord, I am hungry. Help me to see how I can get more of you. Mm-hmm. I mean, even if it's just a breath prayer, it isn't, it isn't formal. Like you were saying, you don't have yeah. to sit down and be in a certain way. La, la, la. Just, it can be just a breath prayer mm-hmm. and then help me to start seeing how to make more space for you. Help me to just start. Um, so that's one way to mm-hmm. do it. Um, the other way is I, I, I do feel like when we're in those places, he probably has given us something he's asking us to be obedient to. Mm-hmm. Um, we just have to be honest with ourselves about it. And kind of like you said about your phone or kind of yeah. like I've said, I mean, I've done this a million times. I'm like, okay, I hear you, but I'm not ready. <laughs> like, okay, I don't so, <laughs> so give, start, start giving yourself, um, a, like give away a portion of it. Mm-hmm. Um, even if it's not, if you're not ready for all of it, it's okay. He, he's not, he's not going to beat you up about that. He understands our nature. He understands our limitations. Um, it, it, it's part of our process. And so it's, it doesn't need to be vilified because, Oh, what's wrong with me? I can't give it up. Mm-hmm. I can't do the thing. He's actually, he's, he's, he's very fine with that. It's okay. He'll meet us in that place. Yeah. I'm not doing this to get permission. I, I'm saying this is part of our process mm-hmm. and it's understandable. Yeah. So maybe you just say, so for you, let's take you, for example, take out five minutes, say like, okay, I, you know, I'm going to use my phone five minutes less or give yourself a time limit. Okay. I'm not going to use my phone after seven 30. I don't know what your favorite time mm-hmm. to do it is, but, but work on like shrinking that down. Right. Um, now, yes, it, it is because I feel like the Lord will honor that. It is a step toward obedience. Mm-hmm. But you could also maybe be like literally ready, like, oh, my gosh, it's ridiculous. I am I am just going to be obedient in this. And I will tell you that he honors steps in obedience and he honors fullness in obedience. He honors all of that. And he is right there waiting. He is waiting with hands open wide to give us whatever we ask for, whatever we need, specifically if it is in alignment with his will for our lives. And if that if we're asking for more of him, trust me. He is going to oh, yeah. it. He is going to show sure. us. But he also understands our human limitations. He understands our fears. He understands mm-hmm. all that stuff. So so finding a place. So so the answer to your question is ask boldly, 
even if it is just a breath prayer, ask boldly and then start somewhere. Start working and moving in obedience toward him, even if it's a tiny, tiny, tiny little step. Okay, I'm going to give up that one portion of that, that one portion, but I'm not ready to give up the whole portion. And it's okay. But that is still one step towards like going towards actually, I'm really hungry for this. I really, really want that. The third thing I would say is get in a group, get in a group of other ladies who can help you with accountability and who are hungry also and dive in and find him together. Mm. That's really an excellent point. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent point. Yeah. Yeah. I would definitely say that uh, small groups played a major, major role for, I know for my journey, Yeah, just having other, other women to, um, just ask questions to, to, um, recognize how diverse all of our stories are Mm -hmm. and what like our path to the Lord, like none of them are the same. Mm -hmm. None of them are the same. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I think that can be really encouraging and really, um, freeing to know that like, there's not at one specific way that the Lord calls you to him. He's yeah. going to call each of us in a very specific mm-hmm. way that's just for us. That's right. So that's, yeah. I just love that part of it. It's really powerful. Yeah. yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Great question. Thank you. Um, the third question here is how, how could you, or where, where could you yield to the Holy Spirit? Um, what are you holding on to that, you know, God asked you to let go of, which we really just addressed, mm-hmm. <laughs> which mm-hmm. is uh, our third question and something that, um, you know, our listeners can process on their own. And then number four, the fourth, the fourth question she asked was, do you desire a prayer language or have you been filled with the Holy spirit, but you haven't been praying in the spirit? Um, that's kind of a two part there. Maybe you desire a prayer language and you don't know anything about it and you just want to ask for that. Or maybe, like I said, like I actually believe that we are all equipped. If you are baptized in the Holy Spirit and he is he is living and residing in you and you know, you know, you know it. I'm telling you, you are equipped. You are equipped with that. Ask him to help you, you know, partner with you and and starting to walk in that. Um, but I get what she's saying here. She's kind of saying like you already are baptized. You know you are, but you're not necessarily walking in that. And that tells me that she thinks the same as me and that it's, it's a gift that's available to all of us. I actually thought, you know, I, it's funny when I first got, um, my prayer language, I used it and then I dropped it like a bad habit. Cause I was like, I don't know what that was. That freaked me out. (laughs) And it wasn't for years, years later that a friend of mine and I were having a conversation and she had said something along these lines, kind of some of the stuff that we're talking about, like, you know, we're totally are empowered by the Holy spirit. And like, you know, I, she was kind of saying like, I think that people are empowered with this and they just, they just don't necessarily use it. And I was like, and I thought that I thought I do have it. I used it once and I just have never used it again. And so I, I immediately like was like started, you know, just going before the Lord. And I was like, you know, first of all, repenting. Cause I felt like, wow, I can't believe you have given me this awesome gift and I haven't been using it. Mm-hmm. So started using it in that way. And I feel like, you know, walking in the spirit more and relying on him for literally everything, which is just a, a, a place I find myself in right now um, in my life. Like I find myself using it a lot I, more than I ever have in my life before, which is fun because when I was listening to her and she was like, sometimes I'm just using it in the car and I'm just, you know, and I'm, I'm folding clothes and da, da, da. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I don't know that I utilize it that much. I would say, I, you know, I have quiet times kind of in the morning and in the evening and I'm, when I'm on my own and sort of in my sort of prayer space by myself, I'm using it then. But I was like, oh yeah, I never really thought like, you know, like I can just be using it anytime. Mm-hmm. I mean, I use it in service sometimes too, depending on what's going on. If I feel the Holy Spirit, just, you know, asking and asking me to petition for people in the room. And I don't know what that is or who that is. Um, I will do it. Staff meetings. I I'll, I'll use it a lot, but 
Um, yeah. Anyway, I mean, it's, it's just something that we, we get to walk in and we get to utilize all the time. And I, and even me, I'm like, Oh yeah, I guess it could be, it's, it's not like there's a, you know, a time and a place. Oh, it's two 30. You can't use it at two 30. I mean, it's not like that. Yeah. It's, it's all the time, you know? Yeah. So anyway, walking in that is, is awesome. Yeah. So that's so good. Yeah. I'm just so intrigued by this whole concept. Yeah. Which is awesome. Yeah. I mean, we're just scratching the surface. I mean, you know, he's, he's healer too. Like there's healing and there's, I mean, he, he hasn't stopped, right? Like he's still in the business of, you know, being miraculous always in the business of miraculous. And he just utilizes his willing people, people who are surrendered to this, you know, concept, um, to carry it out. Yeah. It's awesome. He's awesome. Yeah. There's nothing like him. Yeah. So what a great opportunity for us to like open, open ourselves up to be more willing Yeah. to, to shed some of the things that maybe we're taking up space that shouldn't have been there and just makes us that much more available mm-hmm. for those things. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Yeah. And it's okay if it's hard to believe, like, I mean, I'm just thinking of, you know, I think it's, I think it's Jarius with his, his daughter. Like I believe, but help my unbelief. Right. Um, I believe you can heal my child. I do, but he was so afraid that it was maybe not true that he was like, I do believe I'm looking you right in the eyes, Jesus, but help my unbelief. Mm-hmm. It's okay to go before him with yeah. in that way. Yeah. And it's okay to be like, I don't know what this is, Lord. And I'm freaked out about it. But yeah. if you want me to explore a little bit more. Okay. Let's do this. I mean, you know, whatever, wherever you're at. Absolutely. Um, I think that's what is so just mind boggling about all of it is like, here he is the God of the universe. And yet he wants to hear, he, he wants to hear all of it and he, he can take all of it. Mm -hmm. Even if we're angry, even if we don't understand, even if we're questioning, like he will take that and he will listen with compassion. Mm -hmm. And if we're willing to have those open ears, he will a lot of the time give us the answers as to why, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. even if the answer is because I have more for you. Yep. That's right. But he'll do it. He will, he will do it if we're willing. Yeah. Because like she said, like she talked about how the Holy spirit is a gentleman. Mm -hmm. He's not going to force himself on us Mm -hmm. as a, as a gentleman would never do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> but if we, if we are there and we're willing to stand back and let him open the door for us, for us to walk through, he's going to do it. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what he does. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's so good like that. So good like that. So good. This has been such an awesome topic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, and really, I think we've just scratched the surface of it. Yeah. Like there's so much to this, but um, I really enjoyed Janelle's message and um, just the perspective that she brought and um, just some challenging questions for us to really like sit with mm-hmm. and to yeah. dig into. So I'm yeah. really, um, I'm really just looking forward to being able to do that, mm-hmm. you know? Obviously, I'm not expecting any answers like tomorrow, but I think that it's good know. just to, you never know. I mean, he can do whatever he wants to do. Yeah. Um, but I think just like having that like open hand, open heart posture of like putting the questions out there and actually listening for some answers. Mm-hmm. Doesn't yeah. mean we're going to like the answers, but, but doing it. So yeah, yeah there's just a 
was really good. Yeah, I know I was so blessed by her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And we are so grateful for all of you listening that you are here mm-hmm. with us. And um, if you haven't listened to Janelle's message yet, go back and do that. Um, like we said earlier in the podcast, you can get that um, on YouTube or uh, Facebook or on the Living Word website. So um, definitely recommend doing that. A couple announcements before we wrap up. We will have another episode ready for you guys April 9th. Um, And then again on April 23rd, Mm -hmm. there will be no Eden gathering for the month of April. Our next one will be May 21st. um, And Melissa Nigro will be here delivering a message for us, which will be fantastic. Yeah. So um, also you can go to livingwordoakharbor.com under ministries and then Eden and Eden merch is back. So yeah. you can order up your sweatshirts, your t-shirt, your long sleeve shirt, whatever it is that you didn't get last time. And um, yeah, you can get those ordered there. Mm-hmm. And have another round of that. So that's super exciting. Super exciting. I'm so excited to get another sweatshirt. <laughs> Yeah, I like had a real hard time picking what to go with first. Yes, I wanted to go back. I like the orange long sleeve t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, it was good stuff. Um, Yeah, I think that's it, huh? Yeah, Yeah. that's all we have for announcements this week. Will you pray us out? I will. Thank you. Uh, Heavenly Father, we just praise you for just how loving and kind and awesome you are. Um, That you give us the Holy Spirit, (laughs) such a Mm -hmm. gift. I pray right now for every ear, heart, mind listening out there that if they are hungering for more of you in this way, power of your Holy Spirit, um, that they would know they can come before you and ask you boldly um, to fill them. And I pray right now that those who are in, in and just to have a desire for that, that they would be filled, that they would know right now that um, as they learned a little bit today from this podcast and maybe go back and watch Janelle's message too, just will we'll get absolutely get hungry and have that desire and be filled. Just connect with you to receive um, just who you are and all you are. Create space in their lives um, for more of you. Be obedient to your call. And be bold enough and brave enough and I don't really care how weird it might be enough, right? Like I think that's on our minds sometimes, Lord, that that's it's just so weird. But to boldly ask for a prayer language too. Um, we want to be co-laborers with you. We want our wills, our hearts, our minds, just the desires for our lives to be surrendered to you, to go in alignment with what you have, with what you want for us. And I think one of the only ways that we can do that well is to have a language that is yours, that that speaks directly to you, that says, whatever you want, Lord, is what I want. And there's that pouring out place. It gives us an outlet, a pouring out of things that we're crying out to you about, um, a way we can express to you and that we feel like we don't even have the words, Father, to express to you just how awesome you are and what you're doing in our lives. Lord, um, would you just move in this way? Would you open hearts and minds? Would you make us brave. You make us brave. We're so proud of that. We so, we're so grateful for that and of you, your presence inside of us in that way. And we just ask that you move in this way too. Pray blessings over every um, listener out there. Um, Pray that you would just move and that they would see you move and acknowledge and be able to um, witness your power, your mercy, your love, your glory all around them. We praise you ahead of time as we watch for you to move and do awesome things. 
we believe that you will. We believe you are. We love you, Lord. In your holy, holy, and precious name we pray. Amen. Amen.